0: For making Locked On New York Rangers your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. That song you are hearing right now is, of course, Leave the Lights On from our good friends in Pacifier. You can check those guys out anywhere you get your music. And today, we got part two of a very special crossover edition with Jay Forrester from Locked On Columbus Blue Jackets just continuing to discuss... All of the offseason moves made by both teams. The conversation actually picks up uh, with Jay talking a little bit about Gerard Gallant. And then I chime in a little bit as well. And, uh, you know, just offering some predictions for tonight's game. And anything else we can get into involving the Rangers and the Columbus Blue Jackets.
1: Enjoy. Yeah, he was he was the guy. And I think we talked about this when we did our little kind of coaching crossover. He was a guy that I had picked as the most likely hire for Columbus. um just because of, uh, I wasn't super impressed with all of the other names that were kind of being thrown around. I had some guys that I wanted them to consider. They ultimately didn't, but yeah, Dragalon I feel like is going to be in consideration for the um, the Jack Adams this season if this it's... keeps up because it's it's that it's an award that always goes to wow this team was bad last season and now they're good this season and I don't always necessarily agree with the 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 pick, but to me, Dragolon is doing something with the Rangers and maybe uh I think he's kind of doing what Tordarella did his first couple of seasons with Columbus and he's kind of turned them into more than the sum of their parts. And so that's a really intriguing a really intriguing uh coaching style to me.
0: Absolutely. And I, I think, you know, you hit the nail on the head there with the uh, Jack Adams award. I think, you know, coach of the year, whether it's hockey or any sport, really, it tends to go to the coach of the team that is the most pleasantly surprising team. Like if the uh, like, I don't think John Cooper is going to win coach of the year this year, simply because we all know how good the Lightning are. They're two time defending Stanley Cup champions. I don't think they can possibly win enough games for him to win the award. And and like you said, it tends to go to uh, the coach of the team that overachieves. And if the Rangers and or the Blue Jackets, uh, continue on this path and they might have uh, really good candidates when the season is all said and done here. I mean, we'll see. Like like we said, it's very, very early, but Rangers and Blue Jackets, uh, you know, both off to good starts here.
1: Yeah, I feel like I've said this a bunch of times. It's going to be a fun, interesting game. Um, yeah. To, even, even if it's just because we haven't played the Rangers in a while and I've forgotten what playing the, the Rangers is, is like, but I'm extremely happy to be back in the Metro. I'm extremely happy that we don't have to play Tampa Bay eight times this season. Um, yeah. And it looks like we're kind of shaping up for what's gonna be an interesting uh divisional battle. Because yeah, like you sure. say, all of the teams are good. None of the teams seem to really be slowing down. And it could be a case of the the there are good teams that don't make the playoffs because of the the way that the playoff seeding is, is organized. But I mean that's a that is a rant for another time I think. Yes. Um
0: <laughs> yeah. I yeah.
1: do want to I do want to ask uh before we kind of wrap up. I've been making I've been doing these crossovers with with a bunch of different teams and I have been making people uh predict the final score and also the name of the game winning goal scorer. So I am going to make you uh predict those now. <laughs>
0: Yeah, um, let's go Rangers four to two. I think they, uh, kind of break this early season curse of not being able to score more than three goals in a game. Like I said, it's not so much that, like, oh, uh, the, the Blue, Jack- the Blue Jackets aren't any good. And, you know, Merz Lincoln's is due to get lit up or anything like that. It's nothing like that. It's just, I think the Rangers themselves are due no matter who they're playing. And I will say Capo Caco, who seems likely to, uh, make his return to the lineup this Friday, I think that he ends up getting the game winning goal. So, uh, do you want to go ahead and make a prediction then, Jay?
1: Yeah, I think, hmm, I'm going to say that the Blue Jackets win it. I'm going to go three to two in overtime for the Blue Jackets. And eventually someone that is not Patrick Lyon will score an overtime goal for the Blue Jackets this season. I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Zach Wierenski for the, the overtime game winner.
0: Sounds good. I know he's off to a good start as well. And, um, you know, actually, I just wanted to ask you real quick about that trade last year. That was one of the more high-profile trades that we saw, Patrick Laney for uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois. And Lane seems to be off to a really nice start for the Blue Jackets this year. So is Pierre-Luc Dubois. Um, do you feel like this is just a situation where both these guys need a change of scenery? I mean, I think we know that Dubois definitely did. But both these guys seem to be thriving, you know, with their new team, at least early in the season so far.
1: Yeah, for sure. They both had kind of a rough season last season, whether it, you know, I think uh, they were both injured at various points. Obviously, they had to deal with the trade, new teams. Uh, the Blue Jackets were not very good, so it was a struggle for Line a. Um I'm, yeah, I'm super happy that Dubois is doing well in Winnipeg uh, because I like the kid, you know, and it does feel like it was one of those rare trades where both sides have benefited from it, you know, like I think the the... A lot of times the instinct with a trade is to be like, well, who won? You know, like the, uh, the Max Domi-Josh Anderson trade. I think everyone was like, oh, well, obviously Josh Anderson is the is the best half of that trade. But I think that this was a pretty even trade. Patrick line he only has two goals so far this season, but he also is second on the team in points. He's been really quietly kind of racking up those power play assists. Um and I think people kind of get a little bit twitchy when people who score a lot of goals are racking up assists instead. But, I mean, he's got six points in six games. It's hard to be mad at that. Yeah, you got uh, to take that. Yeah. The goals will come. Uh, mostly I think it's because he's doing all of these usual things on the power play, but the way that we've structured it this season is that Boone Jenner has basically just kind of parked himself in front of the goalie for the full two minutes. And so a lot of uh, what would be Patrick Liner goals are actually kind of bouncing off him. Uh, so he's got four goals in six games this season, which is which is good. But I think all four of those goals are um, primary assists from line
0: A. Just wanted to let you guys know that today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by Bilt Bar. Did you know that Bilt Bar has so many delicious flavors? There is something for everyone. When you talk to a Bilt Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their favorites. If you don't know the Bilt Bar flavors, well, you're missing out. You got coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate. You know what my favorite flavor is? It is mint brownie, because brownies are awesome, and these are actually healthy. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mix box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Bilt Bar flavors the best tasting, but they are healthy too. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only four to five grams of sugar, and only four to five grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. Go to built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. All right, once again, thank you to everyone for making Locked on New York Rangers your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. And yeah, another big trade this offseason, Jay, was uh, Cam Atkinson straight up for Jacob Voracek. And once again, it sounds like it's a trade that, you know, both fan bases kind of, I think their eyebrows probably went up a little bit. But by that same token, I did a crossover with Rachel Donner of Locked on Flyers a few weeks ago. And she mentioned that it was a trade that she thinks is going to help both teams. Uh, What's your early assessment of that? How tough was it to say goodbye to Cam Atkinson? But how has Jacob Voracek done so far uh, with the Blue Jackets?
1: Yeah, I mean, like, that was a really tough trade, um, like emotionally, I guess, which sounds really kind of dumb. Like it's it's hockey, you know, it's it's not it's a business. Uh but Cam Atkinson was a guy that had been with the Blue Jackets his entire career. He held a bunch of our records, you know, he had the most games and he was coming up on Rick Nash's most points and you know, I think I just kind of assumed that he was gonna retire as a blue jacket. And then he was one of the guys as well that was super vocal about how much he loved it in Columbus, how much he wanted to stay here. And after, you know, we had the whole summer of, well, why don't guys want to stay in Columbus to turn around and then trade one of the, like, three guys that actually wanted to stay in Columbus? Kind of felt a little bit like a, uh, you know, kick in the teeth. Um, but Varcek has fitted in really well. We've kind of stapled him to Patrick Line, and those two are really getting some good chemistry. Uh, And it's another one of those trades that's worked out really well for both teams. Obviously, Cam Atkinson is leading the uh, Flyers in goals because he's a goal scorer. Uh, Laine, I believe, sorry, Voracek is leading us in assists, I'm pretty sure, because that's what we got him for. And it's, yeah, it's just a really good hockey trade that both teams needed. Um, Atkinson was someone that I liked a lot. He scored 41 goals a couple of seasons ago for us. I wouldn't be surprised if he does that again this season. Um, But we needed a guy that could play with Patrick Laine. And unfortunately, having two scorers on the same line wasn't working out. So we picked up a playmaker, picked up a guy like Voracek. He's one of the older guys on the team. Obviously, it's a super young team. So having uh, a presence... Like that of someone who can still play on that top line and can still be really effective is, I think, probably a bigger part of the team's success than a lot of people have kind of really considered.
0: Yeah, and something else that I wanted to ask you about, these are a couple of in-house moves that the Blue Jackets made in the offseason. But, you know, Zach Wierenski gets a six-year extension. Boone Jenner gets a four-year extension. Uh, were you in favor of those moves? Does it feel like, you know, the, the Jackets, you mentioned they're retooling as opposed to rebuilding, but does it feel like they have like a, you know, core group of players in place to kind of move this thing forward? Just just give me a feel for the Worenski deal and the Jenner deal, if you could.
1: Yeah, I I really like both of them. The Worenski deal is a little more expensive than I would have liked. Um, obviously, Seth Jones set the market for that. Uh, but also, sometimes you've just gotta pay a player more money than he's maybe worth to get him to stay, you know. And I think that was that was the impor- that was maybe the most important part of the off season was signing Zakharinski to that long term contract and having him come out and say, "Yeah, I really wanted to sign long term in Columbus." Uh, after last season, I wanted to talk to Yamo, I wanted to talk to Brad Larson, and kind of see what the the feel in the room was what the plan was he liked what their plan was so he said yeah I'll sign long term and sometimes you need a guy to come out and say yeah why like I like it in Columbus I think he he did a press conference and he was like yeah why Columbus has been really good to me why would I want to leave um which was not long after the the Seth Jones trade and you know all of the the public well Seth Jones doesn't want to stay in Columbus he's going to sign somewhere else in free agency so I'd kind of assumed that Wierenski was was gone. I assumed he was going to walk his way to free agency as well and just leave. But him signing that long-term deal really felt like, okay, this is this is the the start of building something new. Uh, Boone Jenner had signed a little bit before that, obviously, but he is, again, we've just named him the captain. He's a core piece. Um, I don't think we're ever going to get like 30-goal scorer Boone Jenner that we did a few seasons ago. I say a few seasons, it was like 2014 uh now but he scored 30 goal he scored 30 goals one season and then has never really kind of lived up to it since then but he's the captain now he's having a really good start to the season like i say four goals in six games uh he's signed long term although Bjorkstrand is signed long term we haven't even talked about him he's one of the most underrated players in the nhl i think um and you know we've got young pieces we've got these three first-round picks that we got this season. Uh, Chinikov looks like he's turning into a really solid player. Uh, We managed to get Adam Boquist and Jake Bean for Seth Jones, two young, good defensemen. It's obviously Muslikins signed long-term. It feels like we are at the start of something really fun and exciting, and I feel like we can
0: only go up from here. Yeah, for sure. And it's kind of a similar situation with Mika. You know, he gets eight years and eight and a half million dollars a season from the Rangers this offseason. But to your point, Jay, you know, you were talking about Wierenski with it being kind of a long contract, maybe a little bit longer than you would want. And I think it's kind of the same situation with Mika Zibanejad. But that's what it takes sometimes. You know, you have to tack on an extra year or two and uh, if you want to hang on to your own guy. But, you know, as for that extension, I couldn't be happier about it. Mika has been doing his thing in New York for a long time now. And there's all this talk, you know, throughout the entire offseason. I mean, I'm sure you've followed the Jack Eichel sweepstakes at least to an extent. But, you know, there's all this talk about oh, the Rangers should trade for Eichel. And, you know, my stance on that has always been we've already got a fantastic center and Mika Zibanejad here. And not to sound cold or anything like that, but Mika doesn't have a bad neck like Jack Eichel does. And on top of that, you know, Mika has already thrived under the bright lights of New York City. We don't know how Jack Eichel would do with that. And Mika's the better defensive player of the two. And on top of everything, and this is the biggest point I'm going to make about the whole situation between Mika and Eichel is that with Mika, you don't have to trade away draft picks and, you know, players on your NHL roster and prospects to land Jack Eichel. You just have to re sign your own guy. And, um, yeah, I, I do think Mika gave the Rangers a little bit of a break as well. You know, kind of taking a little bit of a hometown discount because I get the feeling had he hit unrestricted free agency, he might have been able to do even better than eight and a half million dollars a season. So, uh, yeah, I'm really excited that that came together. And uh, here's to uh, many more prosperous seasons of Mika Zibanejad with the New York Rangers. Today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by betonline.ag. We are back and better than ever. A new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, baseball postseason, NHL. Boxing and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the twenty twenty one season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts.
1: Yeah, exactly. And like that's it. That's kind of the. I had this a very very similar conversation actually with um, Jack Bushman of, of Locked On Hawks. We got together to talk about Seth Jones, and you know, do you want to pay? money for seth jones plus a trade or do you want to wait and risk signing someone in free agency and it, so it's kind of the the opposite but yeah like i i kind of had the same same thought columbus got mentioned in the the eichel situation because we have like one and a half centers or we did at the start of the season um you know our center depth has turned into maybe not the best but it's a, it's better than i think people thought it was going to be and so everyone was like well they need centers Obviously they're gonna give like their best goalie and their two leading goal scorers and a first round pick and prospect for Jack Eichel. And um yeah, I I, and I didn't I didn't see that, I didn't buy it, I didn't think it was necessary, and it seems like Eckelinen has kind of thought along the same thing of you don't want to sell the farm for one guy to win yeah. now when that's giving up, you know, three, four years of winning in the future, maybe.
0: Yeah, on top of that, I mean, $10 million a season. I mean, look, he's, he's a very good player, don't get me wrong. But, I mean, you are maybe handcuffing yourself as far as, you know, other moves that you might be able to make, you know, down the road somewhere as well. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So, listen, Jay, this is a ton of fun, as always. You know, love doing these crossover specials. And uh, enjoy the game Friday night. And we'll have to do this again sometime later this season when these two teams are playing each other again.
1: Yeah, this is this is good. Like I said, Like I said, I'm just so excited to play the rest of the league this season so it'll be be fun to see the rangers again
0: all right, so once again, a huge thanks to Jay Forrester for teaming up for this special two-part crossover edition, and a huge thanks to you guys, as always, for tuning into the Locked On New York Rangers podcast, your team every day. Rangers, obviously, back in action tonight against the Columbus Blue Jackets. It's going to be a very, very telling game. Uh, fingers crossed that the Rangers can come out of it with two points, and they bounce back nicely from what was obviously a rough night on Monday against the Calgary Flames. But that will do it for today, guys. Once again, if you'd like to get in touch with this podcast, please send an email to Locked On Rangers at gmail.com. Once again, that is locked on, nyrangers at gmail.com. And definitely give us a follow on Twitter as well, at lo underscore ny underscore rangers. Once again, that is at lo underscore ny underscore rangers. Thanks again, guys. I'll see you next time. Thanks for making Locked On New York Rangers your first listen every day. In our next episode, we're going to be talking about everything that goes down between the Rangers and the Blue Jackets tonight. Now make your second listen, Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Host Scott Cullen leans on his decades of fantasy hockey insight and experience every day to help you be the expert of your fantasy league. It is free and available on all platforms.